Jim Brewer. 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 Senior Michael, how are you? Jim, muy bien. How are you? you? Know, I'm good. You know what really bothers me though right now? Yeah. You can't see my cool looking professional uh, microphone. It really bothers me. Looks good, man. It looks pretty good, right? Look at but that I don't shit. like it. Just the tip right there. It doesn't look. <laughs> just the tip. It's got to be. It's got to look like that, so I might have to get rid of it. Yeah. Son of a gun. Oh, wow. How you been, Mike? Good, man. Good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Today's, uh, today's going to be. It's going to be pretty cool, pretty interesting. I don't know if you know much about it. Uh, I know a little bit about it. I know who's here. You do? Yes. I know who's here, too. Yes. But I knew it before you did. Most um, likely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> everything's good on my end. We're just going to jump into it. I'm not going to waste everyone's time. Might as well just jump right to the shabiggle. So today... Something really cool that was brought to my attention um, a while back, a couple months ago. So Brian McKenna, who we've had here multiple times, uh, we did a stand-up special from the Paramount with him included in it. Um, you know Brian McKenna, Long Island guy. So Brian tells me, you got to see this comedian. Um, he he got diagnosed uh, with cancer and he's not going to live. So he decided the one and only thing he really wanted to do in life was to film a comedy special, which he never got to do. As you know, cancer, my wife immediately like, wait, what's going on? And he starts telling me the story and I just couldn't believe the comedy that this guy found in such a harsh subject. It's a subject a lot of people don't like messing around with. Like I, even me, I'll go on stage and I'll mention my wife and, you know, but from 2012 and then, then again, 2014, and then the stage four uh, in 2016, which thank God she's okay now after going through a trial. So, but still I haven't, really found the funny and it's such a deep relatable subject a lot of people are petrified to talk about it a lot of people are they they, they just don't want to go near that subject and find humor in it and sometimes you know there isn't humor in it but i gotta say i i watched i watched this guy's special and i just could not believe he, he hit every area and every every situation that my wife and I went through and that so many of you can most likely relate to. And when I say so many of you, when they talk about pandemics and all this, nonsense, everybody knows somebody <laughs> that is going through some type of C word cancer. Everybody. I don't care who you are how healthy you are everyone knows somebody that has dealt with cancer and 
I, I just think, forget that this thing is really funny. This comedy special is really funny, especially when he really starts going into it. It's the fact that I think in the same manner that if you watch More Than Me, the documentary with my father and I, the real reason to do it was to was to show people, hey, man, you're not the only one. There's so many other people that deal with their parents getting elderly, which he also touches upon in the in the opening part of the con in of his special, the concert. And it, it people need to hear it because this is real life stuff and it's very healing. It's very healing. And I have to say, this is for me. It was, I found myself belly laughing a bunch, a bunch, like I was belly laughing. And I really admired the honesty, um, finding the humor the way he did, and just really putting it out there for the world to see. So I'm not sure how many people have seen this, but I'm hoping after today and watching this because i promise you this is not going to be one of those oh god um it, it it is it's really you gotta watch it you have to watch this um and just the the way to tackle the subject is is absolutely i gotta say it's uh very honorable so Brian McKenna shows me the opening of this. Your stomach, your cough, your chest, your stomach. Hi, Dawn. Yes, it's Dr. Heckman. How are you? Good. I wanted to uh, give you an update on John. He's uh, out of surgery and recovering, um, but he has a tough road ahead of him. Um, he's septic and currently running a 106 temperature. Yes. Yes, and we're doing all that we can right now, uh, but I want to be honest with you. Um, it's touch and go right now. I'm not sure he can make it to the morning. Are you talking about me? Oh, no, no. I, I, I was talking about the other guy. What other guy? May not make the morning? Is this how it ends? I, I need more time. I mean... What have I done? It would be like I was never here. I should have shot a comedy special. The only thing I loved was doing stand-up. No one even knows who I am. You know what? I have to get the f*** out of here and get to the club. I'm shooting a comedy special. And so basically, which I really think Brian should be in movies and television. He is, he's a full-blown actor guy. So Brian shows me the opening that he filmed with him. And it's the same way that he found out about it, which which we'll talk about, which we'll talk about. And I went, oh, my God. So what's like what's going on now? So without further ado, let's just bring on Brian McKenna. What's up? What are you doing? <laughs> I like that every episode you're in a different closet. <laughs> I, I every like time I zoom in, every time I come back on the show, you're in some different closet, like some other aspect that D threw you into. Go into that closet. That one's empty. You could go in there and use the fuck. Yeah, I'm working my way to the garage, which I finally have internet for. 
And now it's like, I don't want everyone seeing our stuff in the garage. And I got to get like a green screen and a whole, and a whole <laughs> I don't know. It's really, it's so, I'm, I'm by far the most unprofessional podcaster. With I love it. That absolutely Dude, I'm in a bedroom. Mind. I'm in a bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like who closet. cares? Well, I, mean, I, I love who it. Cares? Who cares? It's long, so so yeah, this was months ago. And you tell me, you're like, hey, man, you got to check out. Do you know John Ziegler? And I went, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. And then yeah. you said, I think he, we might have crossed paths. I don't know. Yeah, I think at the uh, he was years ago. I don't remember exactly what where he worked with you. Um, maybe governors on Long Island. I don't remember yep. the exact uh, yep. whatever it was. But I said you had worked with him in the past, and I said he's a friend of mine. And uh, I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a little selfish in the beginning. I kind of just wanted to show you the part that I was in. Like I didn't really care about. His- <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't really care. I was like hey jim look at this great thing that i'm in and i was like we can end it right there i don't <laughs> we don't have to watch the whole special we could just yeah i'm really good jim, i know you keep talking about me being an acting and all that i want to show you acting shots forget that this guy's dying of cancer and he went it's fine special concentrate in the first two minutes because yeah, I think I crush it. I'm a scene stealer. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's dying of cancer, and I'm like, I'm a scene stealer. You got to see me, though. It's really great. <laughs> well, at least that you're the, honest. Yeah, that was honest. what I was thinking. I remember when I was showing it to you, I remember thinking, I'm like, he's going to be blown away by just my part. My part's going to be really... <laughs> oh, my God, Brian. Again, I I appreciate your honesty. And that's what I said uh you know it's uh so yeah i'm in the first part of it which is how you kind of got how i showed it to you but his special is really funny and especially like you said it tackles a lot of very tough subjects where you're like as a comic like you said you go ah forget it i'll just i'll yeah, talk be- about the supermarket <laughs> it, right because there's times where i would say so my wife you know a lot of you battling cancer my wife you know when she stays for the whole crap the asses pucker up yeah Ooh. Yeah, we don't want to go here with you. Well, yeah. you know what? We're we're tapping out. Just get to get to something else. Be really, yeah. we'd really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so, at the end of the day, he's he's still out there, and he's he's alive enough to still do this podcast. So that was um, he's still here. Yeah, he's still out there doing it. I, I don't know if he's doing this material anymore. Okay. Now that I think about it, I don't know. I have to ask him, but I don't know if he's still doing kind of the this on a regular basis, at least, where he's kind got of got it, got it, got um, it, got it, got it. And before before I ask him, just so I can, what, what is, <laughs> I, I mean, because he's going to tell me we have him here too. Yeah. What is the prognosis here of, of, I of, think as of now, I think his scans, the last one, again, he's going to have to clarify, but the last one that I'd heard about, I think, was came back clean okay and it was a matter of now we just gotta every couple months re rescan and check um okay so i think All he's right. considerably better um okay. but okay. i don't know what that I, again i don't know the terminology so i don't know yeah what i know how, i i know how it goes scans are good yeah scans I, are I good it. you're like all right, everyone moves on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's where we're you know that's where we're at. So all right without further ado let's bring on Johnny John Ziegler. Hey how hey, you guys. doing John? Good. Thanks for having me, Jim. You look so good. I believe you're a scam. Um, I, you know what? I got a, a huge GoFundMe because I was dying, and now I'm not dying, and I, I, I feel pretty shitty about it. 
I don't know. Am I allowed to spend money? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I didn't, I didn't donate to that just for the record. <laughs> you actually, you did, you did it. But you, you also weren't paid for your acting job. So That's true. We'll, call it a, we'll call it a push. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got it. Before we even go into uh, your special, John, wait, what is the name of the special? It's called uh, Getting My Affairs in Order. Why don't you tour this as a one-man special? That's the first thing I thought about. Like, wh wh why aren't you touring this? I think you would – I think a lot of people need to see and hear, especially what you were talking about, just tackling the subject. Uh, I'd like to. I've, I've written more since I shot it. I said this kind of writes itself. So I probably have a tight 35 minutes just on the cancer. I've done some fundraisers for like Lust Garden, which is the pancreatic foundation that raises money. But I'm performing just for like cancer hospitals, like in, in, with the general public. Uh, I still, Brian, I heard you talking. I still do this. I pick and choose when I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, like New Year's Eve, it was a sh I did New Year's Eve at a theater. Everybody was old. And I was like, probably not a good idea to do this material. <laughs> and then I got artistic and I closed on it for about 15 minutes. And? Uh, it's uh, everybody there probably has can had cancer. So I don't think they were feeling it. So, I, I, are you afraid to? Not afraid. Are you afraid to? Um, do you, Do you think there's? I, I hate to say business wise. Do you think there's no market to go out there and or or do you not want to be labeled the cancer guy? It's a little bit of that. Is I worked really hard on being a comic. Now I don't want to like be the cancer comic. It's like a catchphrase guy all of a sudden. Um, I'm not afraid of doing it, but I, I do want to work. I'm not in a position where I could go out there and just be artistic and suck the life out of a room and be like, well, I'm going to do what I want to do. And they're like, well, nice meeting you. Well, that's that's what, I mean, on a funny sense, also as a booker, I'd be like, I ain't booking that. I, mean, I might have a canceled weekend coming up there. I mean, I, I want to do the right thing, but God, this guy, the scans come back. Man, I don't know, who, am I, who am I replacing him with? <laughs> I got to sell so many drinks and tickets. And I don't know. I would cool to do it as a one man show because at least people know what they're kind of coming to see. I think you, I, I highly. I, I really think you got a one man show. That's and what I'd like to do. I I don't even think there's a question about it. There, I mean, we'll, we should show clips. During, we're going to show clips during this thing, but um, nobody's doing this. And like I said, I mean, everything from, from going through the scans to going to the doctors, those are the questions, and then the way your friends react, and all the different people. That is the, every I, every process you went through, I just went, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Oh, my God, I remember that, too. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about that. And meeting the different doctors. I mean, there was a part where you're like, well, which what They said, well, it could be this cancer, this cancer, this cancer. Kiss it. You're like, well, which one am I rooting for? Like, <laughs> Which one should I get, Doc? I mean, tell me which one I got. It was really, I think more people deal with this subject probably than any other um, bad health thing that they can get. Hands down. My wife yeah. gets calls every other day. 
And from people she don't even know, like, oh, I got another one. I got to talk to this woman. Okay, boom. Oh, shoot. I got another one. I got to talk to every other day. And the first thing that comes out is pure fear. I'm going to die. It's the end of the world. Blah, blah, blah. And um, you really... You you really set a standard where you you set up everything they're going to go through, and I think it's really important to to put yeah. that out there. And if it can't be seen through your comedy special, which everyone should check out, we'll put the link out there. Oh, um, you should really be doing this as a as a. Why don't you? Has anyone ever approached you about that? No, um, the special did okay. I mean, it doesn't have a lot of views. I probably got like 80,000 views on it, but um, I just stuck it on YouTube for free, basically, and McKenna shared it on Facebook. That was my big PR campaign. <laughs> it was me posting it on my Facebook. Hey, watch this. I'm in it. Of course, I had to add that I was in it. Like yeah. when, I was, when I was shooting this, like I was really, I wrote it while I was sick, and then I mm. shot it. I was off chemo for like six weeks when I shot it. So I just wanted to get it out there because I thought I was dying. And then it turns out I may not be dying. So now I'm like, how many views does it have? Like your whole perspective changes. And it was it was pancreatic cancer? Yeah. It's Which one, usually you know, you, means yeah. you're done. Yeah, pretty much. I had a surgery called the Whipple surgery, which is basically if you can't get the Whipple, you're done. So a Whipple surgery, they were to cut out where the cancer was. I just got lucky. That's all it was. It was in the right place. I caught it early. So, so you think you think um, so you right now after the after they took it out, yeah, they, pancreatic cancer. Yeah, they cut it they, out. They then gave you chemo. Yeah, I did six months of that. Right, blasted you. Yeah, to it was get pretty, rid of everything. Right, pretty bad. Um, and then so now you go through when when was that? When did they say we don't see anything on the scans? Well, I go every ago. I go every three months, so that was uh, right before Christmas. So like, uh, yeah, right before Christmas. So I think I got the results on the twentieth uh, of December. So and you uh, and it looks good. Yeah, they see some. It's so funny how they tell you. They're like, look, no signs of cancer. They're like, but do you got a minute? I was in the gym, so like when your doctor goes, do you got a minute? I'm like, yeah. This is what to say going to be good. <laughs> so it's just the you way got a minute? Or we're talking about the holidays. <laughs> so um, I don't know how you been. When you got the gym, that's a great idea. Because I got. Anyway, you're like you wow. should do cardio. You're going to need it. Yeah, you should like, really keep doing cardio. Get that heart going because you're going to need a little more than your heart. But go ahead. Um, yeah, we'll talk later if it's inconvenient. That was kind of what it was. So I said, what's going on? They're like, uh, one of your lymph nodes has grown. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, could be nothing. Could be from a virus or a bacteria. I go, okay. They're like, or you're dying. Like, I'm like there's no gray area. <laughs> it's either like, it's just inflamed and don't pay any attention to it. Right. Right. Or, or <clears throat> so I'll, uh, they're not going to do anything right now. I'm going to do scans again in March. Okay. They're just kind of monitoring me through blood work. And how, how are you, how are you, um, how are you like emotionally and, and dealing with this knowing that every three months you kind of, you kind of have to check on where your status is in life because that's my wife, his hit it very well. 
hit it really well. And I don't know if it's because we had three kids and married and blah, blah. She's also got a deep faith. So, you know, it was all about God and the Lord and everything and eating right. I mean, she went full blown, which I, I saw you special and I know where you stand. Um, <laughs> you don't eat right. You're an atheist. So I, so I get it. But where, how does that, how does that affect you like right now? Um, like where are you at? Brian's laughing because Brian knows I wasn't exactly a ray of sunshine before this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know why I've managed to deal with this pretty well. Like I talk to Brian every day. Like I never really freaked out, did I? Well, no, I don't. I wouldn't say you're freaked out, but I'll say this. He did. Uh, he did get diagnosed with cancer and then got engaged a few months later. And I went, man, this guy really waited to the last minute on this one. <laughs> well, there's. There's a funny moment in the special where he goes, um, I'm waiting for my scans. And my girlfriend said, you yeah, know, you want to get married? My girlfriend's been talking about, about we've been talking about getting married. And she's like, that's, I didn't open it up for debate. It wasn't a, so I said, right now, I told her, I go, look, let me get through this next set of scams. Let's see, let's see what's happening. And she said, so you're telling me if your scans are good, we can get married? I'm like, no, 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 if my scans are very, very bad. Because <laughs> I can do this for like six to eight months. Like 20 years? I don't know. And you, what do you say? You say something. Like, she goes, oh, so if it's good? We'll get married. You're like, no, it's tomorrow. <laughs> and I got like six weeks. We're getting married because I ain't dealing with this for twenty years. <laughs> well, we got uh, we got engaged around Christmas time. I don't know exactly what, right around Christmas. So we're gonna right. we're gonna get married in the fall sometime. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. Getting my affairs in order is um, John Ziegler's special that we're talking about that you filmed. Which which that's another thing. So back to this. You don't really freak out. You hold it well. Like what? You don't. You yeah, don't I mean, I have my down. moments. You don't break down once in a while. Your mouth is open. You're like, what's <laughs> I think what got me through a lot, Jim, was I was pretty ignorant to the whole thing. So when it's happening, it's a lot of information. They're like, so we can do a surgery. It's a big surgery. I'm like, all right, surgery. Okay, that's what you got to do. They're like, chemo's gonna be rough. I'm like, oh, chemo. That sounds pretty good. I was my like ignorance. Like now looking back, if I would have known what I know now, I would have been scared to death going through it. Because it was pretty, the surgery was brutal and the chemo was brutal. Chemo was worse than the surgery. Chemo, hands down, is worse. I, I watching, watching my wife go through that was 10 times worse than, than the diagnosis and everything else. It really was. The side effects, um, which probably still affect her, but... Some could be some could be permanent. They told me I was really lucky. I dodged I dodged a lot of the side effects. Yeah, because they say stuff like, "Yeah, you might go numb. <laughs> yeah, it might not feel your face or your feet. Maybe you're able to walk." I mean, we don't really know. Your eye can come out, lose your teeth. You have no, you you might be in a wheelchair, but trust me, you'll be alive. So you might have a tube in your mouth. It's gonna be great. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, it was pretty, like one of them was cold sensitivity. Different chemos have different side effects. So mine had something called cold. So like, I was like a, like a super villain from Batman. If I want to reach in the refrigerator, I had to put mittens on 
<laughs> to get something out of my refrigerator. <laughs> and you forget sometimes, you're just like talking, you forget you grab a cold drink and you go, and if you drink it, they said it feels like um, shards of glass going down. Oh, wow. So sometimes I'd be like, oh, that's crazy. And I grab my, and I'd be like, oh, uh, yeah. just get lucky. But um, I never really got that. I dodged a lot of the bad side effects. Neuropathy, which is numbness, supposed to get in your hands yep. and feet. I got it in yep. my I got it in my jaw. Wow. Which which wasn't on my checklist of things I hate. <laughs> you didn't say anything no, about you my might jaw. get numb. You're like, I didn't see that here. I didn't see, I didn't see this. So every time I chewed, it was like radiating pain. Oh. But then uh then I thought I had a root canal, so I was just bitching because I'm like, who gets cancer then needs a root canal? <laughs> like I thought I was just like, are you kidding? I mean, how much it turned out that was just a side effect. Got it. So <clears throat> so overall you feel you feel good? You feel I, I feel I feel optimistic. I feel uh normal for the most yeah. part. So this Whipple surgery is a huge they cut me from like my uh, below my chest to below my belly button. It's a big incision. It's really common to get a hernia from the surgery. So I have like a huge hernia. Like, you do. Yeah, it looks like the size of a Nerf football. Like it's literally looks like I'm in my yeah, it's huge. It's freaky looking. I have no pain, doesn't hurt, but uh, I gotta have surgery on that, which is like again, they make every my doctor's very good on like minimizing everything. Yeah, he's like you'll have a little surgery, and then you go in, and he's like, all right, three months recovery. You're gonna be in the hospital. I'm like, what happened to little surgery? Like, this is he just everything he talked, he plays down. Wow, did it with which, the chemo too, which. It could it could be um, somewhat kudos to him if he kind of knows your character. Yeah, that's what to, it is. And if he knows to tell you that, he knows. Okay, because if I straight up tell him, like, look, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of support team you got, but this is bad. <laughs> you ain't gonna be to eat. You're gonna hate life. You're gonna think about like, you know what? I'm done. It's gonna be bad. Um, <laughs> Did you ever go there? Did you ever go to that moment where you're like, I can't do this anymore? Um, during chemo, I like I had to see how it played out. But if it always the thing that races in my head of what if this comes back, because there's a high, uh, I'll say the word wrong, recidivism with this type yeah. of cancer. Yeah. And the first two years, they say, are the most vital. So I always prepare in my head, like, if it comes back. I don't want to be like, I, you know, I go to a cancer hospital. You've seen them. Everybody's sick. They're in chairs with the things on their head and they're very yep. frail. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to be that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I know I've thought about, you know, how to take myself out if I had to, but mm. uh, I, uh, <laughs> I don't like pain or any. I know, thought of a few ways to take you out. <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of friends did text me suggestions. I did. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know what happened. It'll be fun. We'll play like. We play like we're gangsters, and you you cross us, <laughs> yeah. and you won't even know what happened. We'll write a script about it. You'll be huge when you're gone. Optimism <laughs> is um, that's the hardest part is right now, because I kind of accepted that I was dying. So yeah. mentally, I was in a place like, well, this is it. Say my goodbye. Shoot my special. You know, I'm lucky I get uh, some time to close up loose ends. But yeah. now I'm starting to get optimistic, and it would hurt a lot more. If I went back and you're starting to think you're doing better, I compare it to like uh, it's a new. It's actually I'm not running a bit, but it's a new bit. Basically, I want to write about. It's like watching uh, a sporting event to me. Like if, if the if the Jets are losing by 21 in the fourth, you go, I had a good season. Right. 
So you kind of accept it. Then you look and go, did I tie it up? And then they lose on a pick six in overtime. And you're all like, oh, <laughs> dude, now I'm going to lose six months sleep. That's going to haunt me. So that's how I feel right now. I'm like, dude, don't go to overtime and then lose on a safety. Like, I can't handle that. Yeah, so no. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now is I'm starting to get hopeful. You know, I'm getting married. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get back to comedy again because it was like, pandemic cancer so there was like a two and a half year period mm. i did comedy through the whole thing but i mean how much was there for me to do right you know between a, between a global pandemic and intensive care wasn't <laughs> and that and that's an honest honest assessment um we're talking with john ziegler and brian mckenna getting my affairs in order is a special that you put out which i found i found myself belly laughing and again i kept saying Wow, this should be, this is a one-man show that should be touring the country, hands down. It's it's finding that, even even the material, I'm sure you still continue writing, but I wouldn't, you know, I'm weird, not weird, but I'm all about your calling, your, your, your destiny. It's, yeah, you want to become a comedian, and you don't want to be labeled as the cancer guy, um, and there's things that I've struggled with in the past. Like, what am I really here for? And who am I, how many lives am I supposed, I, I, I do believe I'm supposed to touch lives and change lives through comedy. Um, I think if you, and, and I don't know, man, I, I, I'm not you. I think you have great potential to change and heal a lot of lives more than you can ever imagine. And sometimes we look at it as, oh, you know, I want to be known as a great comedian, all right? And that that often, in my head, is our ego uh, getting in our way of what I want, what we want, where I think of it sometimes as, wow, maybe this trial in your life is going through so that you learn to give to others and and change so many lives and you become something you never realized you'd become whether you want it or not yeah like when i do those jokes or um <clears throat> my mother i took care of my mother for four or five years who had alzheimer's those are the first jokes i ever wrote was the stuff about my mom that was yeah. really personal and i'm like can i talk about this subject yeah um, I, I, I saw that in the beginning, the beginning of your special, getting my affairs in order. Yeah. I saw that. The and of course, you had my attention because I did. The same. I know your dad. Yeah. And I yeah, yeah, go that. ahead. Um, and my mom with Alzheimer's. It was bad. Go ahead. So, so I took care of her. But that connection I got with an audience doing those jokes is really different than, you know, hey, I really like that Dunkin' Donuts joke. You're like, thanks. But when you hit a nerve. Yep. They want to sit at the bar with me and have a drink. And it's kind, of, right. it's kind of a cool feeling. And I'm getting that with, with doing the cancer stuff. A hundred percent. But I can read the, I can, when I'm in a comedy club, I can see, it's different than a theater, you know, I can see everybody. Yes. And yes. when I'm in a comedy club doing those jokes, sometimes yep. I see just like a wife reach over and grab her husband's hand. Mm -hmm. And I go, yep. oh, I wonder which one of them has cancer. <laughs> like, it's so obvious. Yes. They're, not, they're, they're, they're processing different. Yes, 100%. I, 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 I remember the same thing. You know, I talk about holding my dad when he passed and the whole process and and all of it and you see people like people either start crying or they'll start like you said they'll grab the person next to them because they just are going through it as we speak and as much as you don't want to see that response 
you want to see that response because they're so afraid to share those emotions. This is this is what I this is what I came to terms with. They're so afraid to show those emotions and they're so afraid to deal with reality because that's human. That is reality. This whole night, you know, hey, the, pa- it's the Packers in the Super Bowl. How are the Giants doing? <laughs> to me, that's all. It's all part of a nonsense, scripted, d- d- bizarre, slavery, mental world we live in. And nobody touches the reality of humanity that connects <clears throat> in such a deeper manner than what you're going through, what we all go through. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I... I'm telling you, man, this is this has got to. I don't know who's listening, but I pray to God somebody <laughs> says, "Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, I'm, I'm going to show this to someone I'm meeting next week." And there's no, there's no, you know, don't no expectations, but no. even I'll, I'll even I'll pray, even I'll pray to God. <laughs> I just hope somebody shows them my part. Like, man, this guy in the beginning is a good actor. Well, this is true too. I may, show you, I may lose it all once I see Brian. That's the only Brian, You know what? Brian is a, a scene stealer. Brian is a very good actor. And, He's a great uh, actor. Yeah. I'm the worst actor. I've done some sketches and other people's things before. Brian will vouch. I'm the. I yeah, actually. He was more convincing. <laughs> I am pretty bad. He was more convincing as my doctor than I was playing myself with cancer. <laughs> you're like, how do you not have this down, dude? I don't understand why you. There was a lot of takes, and it wasn't so because of me. <laughs> Just my one line being like, "You talking about me?" That was my thirty-two take. <laughs> you got it once, two De Niro. You talking about <laughs> me? Two De Niro. All right, let's try it again. So, what? By the way, that's another thing. Um, you put the special together because I couldn't believe how well done it was. So I want to thank, I got to give a shout out to my friend, my friend, Pete Sussy. I went to high school with him. Well, damn, I'm writing that name down. Yeah. He, <laughs> so he owns, uh, he owns a company called Platter, Platypus Productions. Okay. Platy, yeah, Platypus. And, um, I went to high school with him. We talk every like four years, one of those high school buddies, you know, bump into him in the supermarket. You're like, Hey Pete. So we're not, we, we didn't keep, we always liked him. Always a good guy. I know this is what he did, and I was in a pinch, so I called him, like, do you know anybody who can shoot this and I don't have a crazy budget? And that's how nice he was. He knows what I'm going through. He goes, let me talk to my team. Hold on. He called me back in 10 minutes. He goes, we're going to shoot your special. And I said, all right, what is it? And he goes, no, no, we're just going to – he did it for basically free. Him, him so- and his production company as a favor to me because I was what I was going through. And he put a lot of time and effort into it. He did the editing and everything? He did everything. They shot it. They edited it. He shot the opening sketch. I'm not going to lie to you, and I, I, I have no. I just, I'm not purposely. Do, I, I'm just being dead honest. I that was so well done. I appreciate it. So well it. done between the angles, capturing you, um, the sound quality. That that was an incredible comedy special, and I've seen a whole bunch of them. I was even annoyed at one part when I'm like. This is why. Why didn't I get this team to, to do my special? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, I'm not being that serious. I know I'm being silly right now, but this guy filmed some. He did an incredible job. He, they did a great job, and their hands are. You know, shooting in a comedy club is rough because it's hard to place the cameras, the sight lines. You have wait staff running around, so you right. know we kind of threw this together and they worked around it best they can. 
Also, and, uh, it was one show. Yeah, I did that. It was show. only one show. Yeah. Are you but serious? I was, that's what I was yelling at him about because I was like, "You're gonna do one <clears throat> show, you idiot!" I go, "You know what happens in a comedy club? There's always someone yelling some shit out, or something drops in the background, screws up the whole bit, or your timing's off." I go, "I cut about 15 you- minutes. I cut about 15 minutes out because there was some." Um, Either I flubbed something or there was like, you know, music sure. playing, music coming out of the kitchen or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like something going on. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's Long Island governors. There was one, so I'm going to knock you. Forgot we're filming. We're filming. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean I didn't mean I didn't mean I thought get the French fries and the nachos out right now. They're sitting on the counter for 10 minutes. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't know I can hear. I, I wanted it shorter anyway, because I think people's attention span now. I, I'm okay. like I wanted to keep it to about 40 minutes, tops. Which I think is way better. I gotta be honest with you. And to, to hold someone's attention for an hour, it's not easy. Really, you know, I, I my last special that somebody had to say it. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" No one remembers anything past my first twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm like, I thought my some of the best stuff was ass of my first twenty minutes. And like, yeah. you know, it's like putting out an album. Like, man, it's, <laughs> that first two songs. What about the other eight? I don't really remember them. Yeah, like I had to pick the kids up. I forgot. I, yeah, yeah, it's tough to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no, no. You had from you had me from the beginning. Although, and I thought it was perfect when you ended. It was just, it was, it was just the right amount of time. It was it, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I can't say enough about it. And what I'm talking about is John Ziegler's getting my affairs in order. And when did you? So you, this is what blows my mind too. So they tell you you got pancreatic cancer. Yeah, they thought it was my gallbladder. I was in the hospital for two I days. They kept saying it's your gallbladder. And then some guy I never saw, he was like some GI surgeon, walked in and he goes, um, yeah, I don't think it's your gallbladder. I'm pretty sure you have pancreatic cancer. <clears throat> it's exactly how he told me. And I was kind of like, what? Um, and, and from there, from here and that, when do you decide, okay, out of all the things I want to do, I want I, I, I never got to put out a comedy special. I want to film a comedy special. How, uh, what's that time period? 45 seconds. <laughs> it was I'm going to die? Oh, shit, I'm doing a comedy special. <laughs> well, okay. yeah, because um, I think the reason, this is going to sound corny, the reason, no. I didn't freak, the reason I didn't freak out is because I, I started comedy at 40 years old. I'm 55. So wow. I, I started at 40. It was my dream my whole life. I never had the balls to do it. And I think when I got told what I had and I thought I was dying, I was like, well, I kind of did what I wanted to do. I don't have regret. If I was working in a cubicle, right? I think I would have handled that very different. But I was like, I got to meet idols. I mean, you were the first person, Brian was asking where we worked together. You're the first feature weekend I ever had was you at Governor's. It had to be wow. 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. A long time ago at Governor's. But you were my first feature weekend. And I remember because the old, he's not the owner of Governors anymore. He's Owen Lamarck, who was one of the old owners. Yes, yes, uh, yes. He came, he came in the green room. I was so nervous. I had a blazer on to open for you. I was like, oh. I, I'm vaguely <laughs> remembering this. I'm vaguely remembering Go ahead. So Mark comes into the green room and he's like, oh, Ziga, this is Brew Weekend. You know, it was five sold out shows. It was back. And he's like, I kind of want, and he named some other guys he wanted instead of me. <laughs> 
I didn't want you, so I'm just telling you, John. He's like, but uh, it's, uh, John Truson had booked me. He was the, the booker of the club then. And yep. Mark Mark was just kind of like, I said, you should get this guy at that guy. And he insisted on you. And I'm like, you're doing nothing for my confidence right now. <laughs> and uh, that was, that was uh, 10 or 11 years ago. That was my first feature weekend with you. And thank God I was I was nice. Yeah, and I did the Wilbur with you about seven years ago. I remember a, that. It was a that snow, there was, snowstorm. And, and this was all, this was from Mark because Mark introduced yes. me to yes, you. Yes. He introduced me to Brian. Yep. Um, yeah. He introduced me to one or two others too. Um, wow. And the Wilbur, I remember, I remember doing the Wilbur too. And I remember the, the green room upstairs. That's when I, that's when I saw you. I'm like, I feel like I saw him somewhere else meaning boston yeah. to the we crossed paths i was in yes. montreal you were doing something working on a project in montreal mark was someone involved in oh my god this is we were going back a long time <laughs> wow yeah 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 uh, so so we've, we've we've crossed paths and then i'm like i'm someday i'm gonna get cancer and get on this guy's podcast i remember <laughs> <laughs> and and okay so this is what I want to ask you because you, so you're diagnosed and then you go, I want to do a comedy special. Is that what m most of your focus is on? Because are you writing jokes? Are you a writer? Yeah. Or, I'm, I'm more of a writer. Can, yeah, I'm a writer, like a writer. More of a writer than a performer. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, my performances, you can put me on an X. I'm not going to move very much. It's most, it's mostly here. My, most of my, it's my facial expressions, but it took me a long time to learn that. I was so I was petrified on stage for like four years. <laughs> I'm petrified. Well, I I admire guys like you because <clears throat> I can't do that. I I I can't do it, and I I really admire that because to hold my attention by not being animated, you you gotta you've gotta be good, boy. I I've tried a million people to stand them like all right. <laughs> After 15 minutes, I'm like, all right, I got oh my God, I can't take this guy anymore. Um, you you you're really the writing was brilliant on it. And this is what I want to ask you. It didn't even seem like you were writing. And what I mean by that, it just seemed like you took your experience, you took your blatant honesty, and then you were able to just it just put up there. It was almost like you were having a conversation with someone walking you through this, this is, which is why I think this should be toured as a one man show. I'm just being honest. I don't want to say it was the easiest stuff I ever wrote, but it, it kind of, it, it was in terms it, of volume and, and tightening up bits. It didn't take, yeah. like I only ran that set, I think two, maybe three times. That's it. Cause I didn't have a chance to run it and I was in and out of hospitals. So, um, I went into that just kind of like, oh, I wrote this and I'm going to shoot it as a special. I mean, I did get to run it twice, but uh, it, it's in uh, order yeah. of how yeah. it happened. It's like, this is how yeah. I knew I was sick. This is, so it was easy to remember because it, it was, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it was it was in order of how things. That's the word there. Um, thank, you, <laughs> thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Who would have thought I would have came up with that one? That one. <laughs> From the bathroom, Brian comes up with order. Chronological. Thank you. But every day, I when you're in a hospital, and you've been through this, you've been through it with your, your wife, you, you sit in a hospital, and they come in, and every day it's another 
Ugh. What? Um, I did most of it. I think there was two bits I forgot, which in hindsight, you're like, first of all, I have a bit about the word, the term getting my affairs in order, which is the name of the special. And it's the, I think it's the only cancer bit I forgot to do. And it's the name of my special. I walked off stage, I go, did I not do the thing it's named after? Like, it just slipped my mind. But now you have, now you have more material on it. I'm, yeah, I've written since, because now you deal with the post-cancer stuff, which is the mental, the scans and going back and the advice you get from people. I get two sides. I get people who are overly compassionate, which is very nice, but makes me uncomfortable. Right. You know, it's right. like, oh man, and I'm thinking that when I'm praying for you. I'm like, oh, I, I, we're not even friends, really. Like, I appreciate it. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> but know. But it's, it's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. And then I get the, I get the opposite. I get the friends who always want to be tough. Right. I'm like, I don't know, man. I might be dying. Like, yeah, we're all dying. And I'm like, yeah, right. not, by, not by Labor Day, dude. We're not the same. Like, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, who's not gone? You're not gone yet? I mean, really? Oh, my God. So I get, I get, I get, I just like, uh, I like a little attention. You know, it's nice to get a, sure. hey, how you doing? And I'm like, good. But that's, a, you know, there's a line. Sure. I don't like sure. to be suffocated. He likes getting a free bagel at the deli. That's what this is about. He likes uh, <laughs> oh, going to the know. deli and the guy's like, hey, you want a free, I know you're sick. You want a bagel? And he's like, yeah, yeah I'll take the bagel. <laughs> we have a, I was on the phone with a mutual friend and I go to the same bagel store every morning. I eat my read the sports section. I eat my egg sandwich, my coffee. I do it every day. Yeah. And uh, they know what I'm going through. So I'm on, there's a long line one day and I just see them. They can, I know the manager and stuff. They can see me. So I just hold my stomach and I take some like, some breaths. And they walk right over. Like, Tom, what do you need? They're like, go sit out. And they, they bring my coffee and my breakfast to the table. And I'm like, can I pay you after? And they're always like, John, we're just happy you eating. Don't worry. We're happy you're eating. Don't worry about it. And I, and I got my friend, my friend's on speaker. And he's like, you're a piece of shit. Look at you. <laughs> Eat my sandwich. <clears throat> so there's some perks. Yeah. I would imagine there is. Well, I got to be honest with you, John. It's very inspiring to talk to you and listen to you. Um, really, really funny stuff. And Brian, thank you for introducing me yeah. uh, to the special, to to seeing John again. Yeah. And uh, I really thank you guys for, for being here. The special is called Getting My Affairs in Order. We're going to show clips of it. That's awesome. And, thank you. And man, if I can... If I can help, which I'm going to try with no, you know, uh, who am I? I'm a nobody, but I am, I am definitely going to put feelers out. This should be, you should be touring the world with this. This is powerful. Oh, that's awesome. And when I say the world, this goes beyond this country. This yeah. goes all over, man. This is, this is awesome. Incredible stuff. I think you're just scratching the surface of what your true potential can be as far as making people heal and laugh from such a harsh, harsh subject. And no matter what your faith is or what you believe, that connects deeper with all of us. And we are connected deeper, brother. I don't know how or why you want to find it, but we are. Johnny, thank you, brother. Thank right. you, Jim. Have Thanks, a good Jim. one. Keep your acting going. Maybe, find <laughs> else. Maybe you find someone else that ain't going to make it. Through. Yeah, I got to find someone else that's got cancer so I can slide in. Hey, yeah, I'm or a, another uh... disease. Maybe you yeah. find another disease out there to help someone. Let yeah. me know. Have a good one, guys. Thank Later, you, Jim. Man. Thank you. See yeah, you, Later. So, again, John Ziegler, uh, go to his website. The special is called Getting My Affairs in Order. And I'm telling you, 
I know a lot of you have been through it. I know, and I'm, I'm telling you from the perspective of what I dealt with and deal with as just a bystander of watching in my life, the way others react, the way how you feel, the things you put out. This, in my belief, this special, getting my affairs in order, can heal a lot of you. Whether you never had cancer, know anything about cancer, whether you're going through it, whether you already passed it, you got to check this out. Because I'm telling you, I'm being honest with you. I, I thought it was tremendous. I thought it was absolutely tremendous. The spirit, the spirit of it, the humor of it, and everything that John put into this. Um, so I hope you all experience it. Uh, once again, it's John Ziegler getting my affairs in order. Please check it out, pass it along, and I hope you. I I hope I hope you get out of it what I did. I really, really hope to see this guy. Uh, someone, someone do this as a special. Someone tour this because I, I, I don't know what you call it or how you would do it, but it's, it is, it's truly something that I've never seen before, and I really, really, I highly recommend it. So, thank you for checking out the Bruniverse today. Uh, the tour dates are up, JimBrewer.com. Uh, we'll check out your messages. Thank you for all the love and all the honesty and all the great messages you send me over and over and over again we are deeply connected no matter who believes what but when we connect in a deeper manner that's when we realize the importance of our existence have a good one we'll see you next time at the universe take care This is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast, and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there. Yeah, you know, Brian McKenna. I work with many, many times on the road and um, great opening comedian and great comedian. You know what, dude? There we go. I'm going to start over. <laughs> Fucking hair was driving me crazy.